Hello, my friends, and welcome to That's Bangin'. A new podcast celebrating everything great from farm to plate, ship to service, and field to fork. A celebration of everything fresh, tasty, and excellent that's coming off our beautiful little island at the moment. In association with tasty, fresh, and excellent beer, Hop House 13. Always drink responsibly. That's Bangin' with Chris and Marcus. We are joined by two excellent, excellent guests. The toast of the town, food truck empresarios. Grilla, how's it going? How's hey it going? Lads. How are you? What's the crack? Thanks for having us. Yeah. Properly brilliant to be sitting across from you here. Two, well, two meters across. Yes, of course. At, yeah. at eligible distance. Yes. Um, guys, it's a, it's exciting. You guys have, have broken the mold. You've risen like a phoenix out of the ashes of the COVID-19 crisis. You've lost your jobs and you've done something absolutely phenomenal groundbreaking and hmm. special. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have. Well, very, very, good very bit of super light of yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, we're, thank you very much for having us, lads. Yeah, thank uh, you. We're delighted to be here. Um, Why don't you tell us a little bit about what Grilla is to start? Yeah. So Grilla is a food truck situated on the coast road in Malahide, specializing in grilled cheese sandwiches. Um, simple as that. Simple as that. We started on the 13th of June. Myself and Jacob both uh, were furloughed from our jobs in bars. We might get into that later on. Um, and we were sitting around doing nothing. And basically what happened was at the end, after the Maybank holiday weekend, Jacob rang me and was like, all right, that's it. I can't sit around anymore. What are we going to do? And it spitballed from there. Let's get a van. Where we get a van? We got a van off a great lad who unfortunately couldn't use all his vans because he was using them in the festival circuit. A great lad called Paulie Malone. Shout out to Paulie <laughs> yeah. there. Um, and we rented the van off him. We needed somewhere to fa- park it. Um, got in touch with a guy who had plenty of space in his front garden. He kindly let us park it there. And that's kind of been the start. Um, Jacob is a machine with food and he kind of took over from there. So I'll let him go in and talk to you and tell you whatever. Um, so in terms of the food, we started off with two very simple toasties, a cheese toastie and ham and cheese toastie. I mean, you can't really argue with those two classics, can you? No. The, fa- so, the famous Hambo, I believe. Hambo, yeah, exactly. So You've got a good, strong list of pun names, which I appreciate. We'll get into those later, but... We try our best, yeah. Um, so Hambo and um, the OG, which is just a cheese toasty. What we did was we played around with different sorts of uh, cheeses to try and perfect what our blend is um, to give you the best sort of cheesy flavor with the gorgeous aesthetic and then that pulley sort of texture at the, the same time. The pull is important, you know. Very like, important. Genuinely, there's nothing more. Dis- and like Chris, I think you'll agree with me on this that when you get a toasty and you pull it and it's just not there. Yeah, yeah, it's very disappointing. Like, you know, the, I, me personally, I love to get that pull. That cheese oozing, kind of dripping, like, well, the string, the stringy part. That's what you want. So what, what we thought was as much as the taste is so important with a toasty or a grilled cheese sandwich, texture is the number one thing for me. So you got that crisp on the outside and then that ooze in the middle, the ooze in the pull. So whatever way we could sort of heighten that to the best. And that was using our sort of uh, flat top grill technique and... Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of butter, a lot of sort of painting I mean, with butter. That's that's a kind of a little chefy secret, isn't uh, 100%. it? 100%. Butter Just and salt. Butter and salt. <laughs> um, so, as Anthony Bourdain said, he said, you'd be sickened if you saw how much butter and salt went into everything you eat in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And tell us a little bit about the, la- the name, so, Jacob. Uh, Grilla came from when we were speaking, as Jack said, we were sort of, at this stage, we hadn't seen each other because lockdown was going on. So all of this was happening via WhatsApp and via phone calls. So we were trying to think of a name and at this, now we decided that we were doing grilled cheese sandwiches. Um, I googled grilled in Irish and <laughs> Grilla was there and I said, Grilla, Grilla, 
Grilla. And then me and Jack were on the phone going, Grilla, 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 Grilla. And at that grilla. side, you're like, yeah, it's Grilla. But just, like, I'm actually just imagining that. Like, do you remember those, the old ads? Like, the what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly like Grilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that, less yeah. aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But okay, so, I mean, just to, just for full clarity, listeners, mm-hmm. this isn't the first time that Chris and I have met you guys. No. no. And our background, obviously, I've, I've, I used to be a DJ. Chris, you were kind of all over the all over the club scene, and oh, anything, anything to do with food. I've been taking pictures, riding about it, eating it anywhere you can for the last many years. So I've, I've seen you eat it. And you're a good eater. You guys were regulars on there. I mean, Jack, you managed uh, you managed Zico. Jacob, you've worked in a couple of bars around town. Mm-hmm. Where where did the love of food come from? So myself and Jack actually used to live together um, for about five or six years. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say five. Yeah. Um, I think it was six though. Um, I've always cooked and I've always enjoyed cooking for Jack <laughs> and I've always enjoyed the compliments that Jack pays my cooking it was a, so I was in a lot of uh, restaurants before the bars did you work professionally in kitchens before this? no never um, I would have worked with some like menu development a lot with cocktails um, and then technique wise would have just been home cook Um I think it's from, I don't know, from a very young age, I just love food. And then obviously, like, Jack loves it as well. Um, I'd be on the more cooking side of things, but Jack would be on like the more. Like, Jacob is the cook. I, I, do, I don't cook. Now, when I say I don't cook, I can cook. Can you make a toasty at this I, point? I, I can make a toasty, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can make, I've made a few toasties now. In your the, day. Over the last couple of months. <laughs> but Jacob is an unbelievable cook. Um, and living with him for the five years was great crack because he'd come home and all sorts of stuff. And it's great to watch. And now we, he's starting to put them in sandwiches, which is deadly. There we go, yeah. So, yeah, I suppose, long story short, I love food. Jack loves food. We love making food together. <laughs> and where do you take your inspiration for food from, Jacob? Like, what's the story behind you and food? Um, I think a lot from, like, I remember whenever I was eating my breakfast, I would be reading a cookbook. There was just, I lived in my nan and granddad's house for the majority of my um, my younger years. And I just remember if I was having breakfast, I would sit there and just flick through cookbooks. I don't know what it was. I just loved it. I loved watching cookery programs. And then um, as I worked in some restaurants on the, the front of house side, my love grew. And then what's fantastic about grilled cheese sandwiches is we can just use this. The, the bread and the cheese is a vehicle to be able to sort of deliver. Absolutely. Uh, like all these different sort of fusions of flavor. So... I mean, we get to toy around a lot with that. It is something that you talked about the classic, you know, the OG with your mm. cheese blend, with your famous cheese blend at this point, your trademark secret, two taps on the nose and a Uh-oh. wink <laughs> cheese blend, and then obviously the hambo. Yeah. Um, but you guys have come up with some pretty pretty iconic combinations since I've seen yeah. l- a lot of strong double garbage yeah, yeah, going yeah. on. You're, you're a, lot, a lot of potatoes and sandwiches. Potatoes and sandwiches. Doing so like, that yeah. is. So the spice would be one of our, we tried to have sort of the flavors of a spice bag without it really being anything like a spice bag. So we, chorizo, um, smoked sea salt, roast potatoes, jalapenos, some different sort of uh, seasonings and that as well. You're just turning the bread into the bag. (laughs) That is it. That is it. That's amazing. It's just just like, as somebody who really appreciates a good toasting, I think you're exactly the same. It's really, it is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Almost as beautiful as the fact that you guys turned a really terrible situation into an opportunity like this. 
Yeah, no, that's it's been great. Like it has been great, and obviously, like loads of people, everybody has suffered throughout this pandemic. Um, and we we were lucky enough nearly <laughs> to, like, to have each other. Do you know what I mean? Aww. To go to go, come on, let's go and let's do the this. Bromance. But it's but it's yeah. been deadly. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's like you guys starting this podcast during a pandemic. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's something. It's not. I'm not going to say it's something that gets you out of bed in the morning. But like, well, it, it is. It, it does. Do you know what I mean? It and it gets you something to get up off. and go and serve people all day and still get to have that personal interaction because of all of our lives like I've worked in bars for eight years so my whole life is personal interaction and then that just stopped for months do you know what I mean where you couldn't get to talk to people about food or whatever and then you're back in it and being from Malahide then as well like you have all the community around you then yeah like and Malahide is a great place like unreal for restaurants do you know what I mean by the sea the view is fantastic like when while we look out it's uh, on a beautiful day it's just a crisp picture of Lambay Island it's stunning that's incredible because I mean like when you think about how we met in a dark sweaty nightclub (laughs) and that's where we saw each other constantly and now you're your view, you're it's just day, looking daytime. At, at an archipelago, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a beautiful string of islands from a food truck. Stunning. But as um, talking about Malahide and talking about human interaction, I think one of the biggest things, as much as you know, people love the food, people loved the atmosphere, people loved coming down. That was the experience. Jack says, like, there's no cafes, there's no bars, there's no people coming down, there's no church. Mm. So I suppose, definitely at the start, it was very. Uh, all of our um, customers were very local and people were coming down and seeing each other for the first time in weeks, potentially months. Mm. And I think that was a big part of uh, how everything took off so much. Do you think that the industry is going to change in that way where food trucks and food markets and things like that are going to be more and more to the front now where like the old traditional way of like your late night bars are kind of like going to not fade out, but it's going to change completely and you're going to have more emphasis on these kind of things. Yeah, and you even see now with some of the outdoor dining, like a lot of people are walking through town and saying, oh, I feel like I'm abroad, you know. There's definitely going to be changes. I don't know how long they'll last or I don't know how drastic they're going to be. Certainly, there's going to be a lot more food trucks, food containers coming over the next like six to 12 months. We've spoken to people about sourcing and uh, we spoke to one gent and he's like, I'm booked out now until March of next year. And we're like, oh, great. They're like fitting um, out food trucks. He's mm. booked out until March, which is great. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, amazing. So, and there will be, there's going to be plenty of that. As Jacob said, there's going to be loads of that pop-up stuff. Do I think it'll change forever? I hope that uh, all the outdoor seating remains in Dublin City because I think it's unreal. Mm. Like, it's great for us. I'm finished work now, five o'clock in the day. Go walk around town. And there was a buzz before this second lockdown. Like, there was a lovely buzz around. Do you know what I mean? People yeah. sitting out. Hopefully that stays. Uh, with the, to do this in a country that doesn't really have a food truck culture, hmm. like what kind of made you kick off? Like what was the the little spark that went? Do you know what? Let's just let's just get a truck and let's make the sandwiches. Boredom, yeah, bored. Like yeah, well, boredom and and the potential of not being able to do anything for a period of time. So it was May when we started talking about it, and we were looking at it, going, well, realistically. There's like Zika was not going to be open by September. Do you know what I mean? We weren't going to be putting four or five hundred people into a nightclub, and we were looking at it in May, going, "Well, maybe you might get next Christmas. You might get Christmas out of it." So, like that was that was the main ingredient for setting up the food truck. The idea with the food truck, then obviously, it kind of spit rolls. You're kind of going, "All right, well, we, we can't do a nightclub. What can we do that you'll definitely be able to do? Well, mm. you'll definitely be able to do takeaway food from a truck. Do you know what I mean? So it wasn't any like drastic like ah. epiphany in the shower. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I think it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, and so speaking of potential, where do you see Grilla going? Uh like hopefully, like 
like it, it was interesting we had this conversation probably in July or August myself and Jacob and we sat down and going right what are we going to do and we're like right let's give it a bash and we've bought our second van no way mm. yeah. is this an exclusive reveal here is this uh, a... we'll, well take it we'll, we'll take we, it we, yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> yeah, no, say it for that's banging well it is yeah it is well, it, but, so go on we, Jacob d- yeah sorry sorry we, we treated it as a three month pop up from the start okay and um, we said we're going to do this for three months and then you know that's what we'll get out of it say um, everything we did was rented and on a lease and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and as Jack said, then when we reviewed it, so we would have been open June the 13th, 14th. Um, we reviewed it mid-July, call it. Mm. And we're just like, here, this is extremely popular. Why don't we put everything into this? Why don't we put ourselves into it and our time into it? Um, yeah, we bought the second trailer. Um, we had a spot we were going to. Um, unfortunately, that's just delayed now with... Um, with lockdown with and everything. The, with everything, yeah. Um, we have potentially another place after that and another place after that. We've, we've a couple of things lined up, but they're all sort of buffering, mm-hmm. like life at the moment. Yeah. Um, we've launched on Deliveroo. We're using a kitchen in town. Um, we've an extended menu there, new breakfast menu. We've some meal deals like movie night deals, etc. Um, we're delighted with that. The biggest thing that I've seen in this pandemic, and this is just thinking about the cheese toasty, yeah. just the toasty in general, because like I'm in the toasty game. As yeah, well. yeah, like, we're, yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're toasty pals. They were toasty pals. <laughs> toasty buddies. Yeah, toasty buddies is like before this, people were really going towards kind of, you know, the finer end of dining and Absolutely. experimental. And the biggest thing, and we, we've talked about this, Chris, is that what the pandemic has brought out in people is just a complete regression towards comfort food. Mm. Comfort, yeah, people 100%. It's key want their melty cheese they want their creamy pasta they want their cottage pie they want lasagna yeah. they want stuff that is like a warm a hug hug do you think about that when you're when you're designing your menus because I've seen some of the stuff that you're putting out and it is comfort yeah most definitely um, it's indulgence and it's comfort it's a hug as you said we want to people want to feel better and I think they're less you know obviously fitness is a huge thing at the moment as well it's another great way that people are staying you know happy um, but people are giving in and sort of indulging. Yeah, lasagna in a sambo is indulgence. And I, yeah. The lasagna. The, the lasagna. lasagna. <laughs> I've had the lasagna and it's absolutely We only did it excellent. once because um, I, it just took too long. But, it's labor intensive, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. let's, okay, let, let's just talk about lasagna sandwiches here. Yeah, let's do I it. Genuinely, I genuinely think there's a couple of things that go into sandwiches that are God level. The two of them are lasagna and like You've pota- done one. Potato gratin. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm planning on doing one for, for yeah. The, Savage. The yeah, 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 yeah. No, because um, I think, so basically, sorry, how we ended up making it was a lady came up to me, or no, came up to maybe Tyler and it said, lasagna in a sandwich. I seen it on Instagram. You have to do it. And I was like, oh, right. And then like a week goes by and we go, okay, we'll do a lasagna sandwich. I think cut two weeks later and then I'm on the Sambo Ambo page and I'm like going, that's where she's seen it. It was your one. No way. Yeah, yeah. so, well, it must have been, I presume it is. Are you telling me that we have a little circle of life going here? <laughs> the circle <laughs> of lasagna. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I made a lasagna sandwich and suddenly there's a woman in Malahide coming up to you going, listen, you need to do this. I yeah. think so. I think that's kind of beautiful, isn't it? Right, like, t- break it down. How did you do it? So, I, this is this is the thing that it is labor intensive. You Horrible. need to make a lasagna, and it, to make a lasagna, you have to make a ragu. Yeah. To make a ragu, you're you're putting time and effort into it. Then you're building your lasagna. But then here's the key thing that you're taking. What I do is I take off that top crispy layer, nice, right. and then I'm chopping that, and I'm second frying that. 
Nice. To make that almost like glass crispy because that's yeah. all like cheese, it's pasta. Yeah. It's a little bit of bechamel. There's your texture. Good. There's your texture. Mm. And texture is important. We talked about texture. Number and one. And then you're putting in maybe like a third of your lasagna in there. So you're getting all the flavors of lasagna. You're hitting it with some extra cheese. Yeah. Why are we? Is this turning into a lasagna sandwich podcast? Because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I think so. I'm definitely. We can confirm yeah. that the, the lasagna sandwiches are banging. There's yeah. definitely room in the market for a lasagna sandwich podcast. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Um, or a lasagna sandwich food truck. We'll have one together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Collaboration. Collaboration. Makes, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of work. I, I had braised short ribs for it, and so braised short ribs then used the um, liquids for that to make the ragu and blah 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 blah. Um, Next day, was uh, happy that I would never do it again. Do you feel that as a non-trained chef, it gives you some room to just do weird stuff that the chef might not? Yeah, I think so. I think it's a mindset more than anything else. A lot of chefs are sort of going, well, that doesn't go with that, or that doesn't work with that. Or, you know, and fair enough, you're trained that way. Um, I think some combinations in my head. I made Banoffee Rice Krispie Squares last night. Banoffee Rice Krispie Squares? Yeah. Um, just, was... so, just so people know when they're listening to this, <laughs> can they come to Malahide and maybe have a lasagna or maybe if you, if you are ever going to well, submit yourself to that again or a banoffee rice krispie square well the banoffee rice krispie squares yeah what we're working on now is um, crazy rice krispie squares I suppose like there's definitely a better way of wording it than that but that's what they are we have espresso martini rice krispie square birthday right. cake rice krispie square so, and banoffee rice krispie square yes um, coming soon coming soon yeah keep an eye on Instagram etc keep an eye <laughs> on our socials but yeah so um, this is like genuinely this is what I love about talking to people in your position. I think, Chris, you'll definitely agree with this. That, like, just two dudes who are working working in pubs, working in kind of, you know, Jack, you're legendary front of house guy. Know everyone in town. Jacob, you're mm-hmm. running some really cool cocktail bars, doing some amazing stuff. Just given this autonomy, you're not working under somebody anymore. And suddenly you're coming out with this mm. and you're making people happy. Like, you're actually. Well, that's that's the key for us is like, and we were writing our mission statement at one stage and we basically had said, like, we just want every single person to leave smiling. That's it. We want to make each person's day better every day. With a hambo in their hands. Yeah. The hambo. <laughs> With a hambo in your hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simple. Um, and Malahide's a bit of a community, isn't it? Yeah, yeah great community. Yeah. Do you, have you built up regulars? Have you built up? Oh, most definitely. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Want yeah. to talk about Billy the Builder for a second? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to give a shout out to Billy the Builder? Shout out to Billy, Billy the, the Builder. Builder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was our one of our first customers. He Mark, shout home. out to Mark, the opera singer. As yeah, well. yeah. He sang a few tunes in the front garden. O- operatic tunes. Yeah, I actually, I actually did see that on social media. <laughs> and like one thing I wanted to touch on with yourselves, uh, the power of the social media behind you is, and yeah. your brand. You have like, I don't, how many followers have you got now on Instagram? 10,000. Yeah, we Ten hit the big ones. We hit 10,000 the other day, which is pretty cool. Like yeah. for, for something that's like only running for so long, that's a massive achievement, I think, on, a lot, on its own. But like obviously just an achievement that doesn't mean too much unless it's actually creating business. But for you, it seems to be that like, you know, it's getting you out there. And how, how important is that, that social media aspect of a business? Yeah, like, it, look, social media, obviously we all know now social media is huge for, for everybody. And everybody mm-hmm. spends a mad amount of time on it. Um, and yeah, it was one thing, look, obviously over the years of, of working in town and building up a, a, a lot of connections and kind of looking after people one of the mad not mad I'm not going to say mad one of the great things about Grilla was we had this big plan when we were opening Grilla and I was going to like reach out to every to all these people that I knew and like ask them what they mind sharing it and you know the, the usual stuff that you do when you I give you a toasty just yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and like we opened Grilla on a Thursday 
and it was like we're going to do a soft open and say nothing and on the Friday my plan was to send out this text on the Thursday night I didn't have to text anybody everybody had just done it themselves like I didn't have to ask one person I yeah. put it on my page we'd put it on Grilla's page and people were just sharing for this not for the sake of sharing but they were like you didn't need to ask you know yeah. what I mean which was unreal like, it, and it, it just not. kind of spitballed like that you know like people just sharing just out of genuine support yeah they you want know? to see it do well of yeah, course which mm. was great and then you've got a really good product to back it up as well so like I used to have funny conversations with people that I knew they'd be like oh yeah obviously we'd come down to support you Jack and Jacob you know but then they're back the next day and they're like yeah because I want another sandwich because the sandwich is unreal which is obviously very important as do well do you ever get people eating like a sandwich every day from you like do you have ah, well like we the, the pro, at like, some well, stage no, I'm yeah. sure but the thing was <laughs> unfortunately with Grilla the great thing was but also the, the downfall is that it's a small van and we can only cook so many sandwiches at a time so because it became very popular there is there is a queue and it, you can't be waiting Irish people love to queue we do now yeah, yeah definitely. we really do <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. even yeah. before like if you saw a queue you'd join it yeah like, what is, I, what I, I hate queuing. I hate queuing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no patience myself. Yeah, I'd probably be in the same <laughs> it boat. It depends but. how hungry you are as well. Like, do you know what I mean? If you're starving, you're coming down for lunch and see a queue, you're like, I don't go on. Yeah. It, it's, it's a day out going down by the coast as well. Absolutely. So. You've become a destination now, which is something incredible. Yeah, well, it, yeah. But it's also deadly that you've got, like, an unbelievable. You can walk that beach. You can walk Malahide Beach. You can go Stunning to views. Port Marnock Beach. It's class. Do you know? So, uh, down the line, where do you see it? Do you see, you said you've got a second truck. You said. Like, is it going to stay sandwiches? Are you looking at anything else? Or like, is the dream to kind of take this new found, I suppose, fledgling food truck market, which you are breaking ground on? Like, it's kind of like I've I've talked to other people about this and what you're doing. A lot of people didn't consider possible, mm-hmm. which is amazing, and especially just with something as simple as two bits of bread, a bit of butter. And a couple of cheeses grated yeah. in between. Well, the simplicity is key. But there's some other great, fantastic food trucks working at the moment as well. Like, we wouldn't want to say that we're at the complete forefront. And there's people that have done it before as well. But we're very happy to be part of the growing movement at the moment. But down the line, like, hopefully we'll open a couple of them. That's that's kind of what we're looking at at the moment. We'd love to have two or three gorillas dotted around Dublin, maybe. And then maybe look, like, next year, have a look at around the country that like why not do you know what I mean if we can yeah like, like we're two driven lads and we would lo- like love the opportunity to expand the business and hopefully that works do you know what I mean and if it doesn't work like we started this off with a, with a few bob renting a trailer do you know what I mean we weren't it's not we haven't have borrowed mad amounts of money or anything do you know what I mean I, as we said at the start it was a time gap so like ev- every new bit of business that we get is, is a bonus really isn't it yeah yeah, 100%. And there's a want, and we're like happy to fill that want as well. So, yeah, as Jack said, we'll take it as far as we can take it, and we're sort of confident enough now that we're going to be able to take it quite far. Super. Mm. Uh, Jack, you touched on about walking around town and all this outdoor dining we have now at the moment. Yeah. So tell us a bit about when you're not eating grilled cheese sandwiches, where do you like to go for food? What, what's, what, what's your go-to? Where do you eat? Where do you have a pint? Yeah. Like what? Right, I was walking down here and I was thinking about it because you know when you get put on the spot and then you say go so here's a few like that I've eaten in recently some of them were to you Chris actually <laughs> um, would you believe um, but Mr. S oh amazing look, we call him Fuzzy but his name is Daniel Dan um, Hannigan Dan amazing Hannigan. chef yeah, unbelievable Fuzzy. chef Fuzzy Fuzzy from us because I don't even know why we call him Fuzzy but we anyway just call him Fuzzy and Mr. S um, like just they're serious stuff. Their at home kits there. are just sensational yeah. as well. They're both Sam. Yum yeah. yum. Um, 
Lo- I love drinking and, and drinking and eating in Fade Street. I just think their outside area upstairs is yeah. is tops. Do you know, Christian is Fantastic making savage cocktails and obviously proper Dylan. cocktails. And the, yeah, they're doing this short. They were before they were closed doing this short rib taco that was. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. There's, there's very actually very a video on their Instagram of them pulling it apart. It looks very, um, very good. Like I, I was in Mulberry Gardens there. Well, probably last year. Really, really top. They have great at-home kids as well. Yeah. And yeah. We're, 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 we have to say, we had ch- Chapter 1, that was a special occasion. That was, yeah. like, Chapter 1 is... Chapter 1 is a special, special like. place in Dublin. Eric Matthews, we both, we both know him here on the podcast. He's, uh, he's, he's doing some wonderful things. And uh, like, we might even get him on one of these days. Maybe one day. Yeah, yeah he's a phenomenal TBC. Chef. Like, you'd, TBC. It's, it's out, you'd miss it, wouldn't you? And you're talking about it going, oh, oh <laughs> A lament for the restaurants yeah, we all yeah, used to eat in, but yeah, yeah. there are some like just like you guys kind of, you know. For I'm a big believer that for every every bad thing that happens, there's an equal good thing that happens, and for yeah. every lost opportunity, there is something like this. There yeah. is just two lads getting bored and calling each other and going grilla, yeah. grilla, grilla, grilla. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there is, and that is exactly how it happened. Hello, Joe Rooney here. Back in 2015, I recorded my first pot of Rooney, and since then I've been chatting to people that I meet throughout my travels here and there all over the world including Sean Locke Mary Coughlin Frank Kelly Joanne McAnally Owen Colgan Shazia Mertza Aidan Gillen and Kautra Reardon but loads of people you'd never heard of who have very interesting tales to tell including the sadly no longer with us Boston based comedian Barry Crimmins who led a crusade against images of child abuse on the internet Tracy Carroll whose daughter Willow has the highest grade of cerebral palsy Drahda Homeless Aid Christine Volset, a Norwegian singer documentary maker who ended up hanging out with the young lads in inner city Dublin and riding bareback on a horse through the city streets. All these very interesting tales to tell and all you have to do is skip the first six minutes of me talking rubbish. That's Potteroni. At the start of the show we mentioned our local fresh and tasty sponsor Hophouse 13. Mm. Uh, so we're going to go to a little section uh, where we ask you what's hopping, right? So mm. we, we want to celebrate some of the most vibrant and local food experiences Ireland has to offer, but also we're talking about what you guys are doing. Um, so just uh, before we kind of kick off, just hammer home the always drink responsibly message. You guys specifically actually are doing a bit of work with Hop House 13 at the moment. Yeah, so we've designed two sandwiches with Hop House 13, one to complement, one to contrast. Um, number one, so, but sorry, let me just give you a bit in the thought process. So when we were doing it, we decided to sort of look at it as experiences where you love to drink Hop House 13 or where you love to, you know, have a lovely, refreshing beer, basically, which is really typical, typical flavors you'd associate with eating at the bar counter, enjoying a pint of Hop House 13. Um, onion done three ways. We've caramelized onion, pickled shallot, roast onion with roast potatoes. We um Deglaze the caramelized onion with a bit of Hop House 13. That's in our sourdough with the three cheese blend. That sounds insane. Yeah. It's, that sounds, when you said cheese and onion, I was just imagining a toasted special. Going, yeah. lads, you know, we've talked, we've hyped up the sandwiches, but no, <laughs> here comes the gorilla train. It's, yeah, onion three ways. Onion three ways, that sounds, <laughs> yeah. that sounds unbelievable, Chris. That's, I think that's a certified stamp with that's banging. That is banging. That is banging. And so that's, that's your complimentary Absolutely. That is, um, yeah, complimentary. Um, they both actually complement and contrast in different ways, I suppose. And then the next one is the hopscotch, which we took um, bacon and cabbage, which is a super traditional Irish meal. And we said, let's bring it to the Caribbean. So we made... <laughs> yeah. I was wondering yeah. if you are going to yeah. fit the beach into bacon yeah. and cabbage. Yeah. So, <laughs> you couldn't have just brought it to Malahide, no? <laughs> well, um, so we've jerk bacon loin. 
Yeah. Um, Pickleys, which is a Haitian pickle. This was me Pickles. and Jack. Yeah, me and Jack spent a good bit of time researching Caribbean food. Um, so Pickleys is um, pickled cabbage, scotch bonnet, carrot, uh, a very acidic vinegary pickle. Um, that works. There's the spice of the jerk bacon, spice in the pickle. And then we bring this sweet apricot chutney. Um, apricot, you'd get a lot of the tasting notes in Hot Pest 13. Um, so I suppose that complements on contrast in a way, but it's like spicy, sweet, sour, Caribbean, Irish. You really caught me by surprise. I think, like, I saw your face when you said, <laughs> we took it to the Caribbean. Like, yeah. everywhere. I suppose, like, you know, it's like, is Malahide the Caribbean? Is it the Jamaica? That's it. Is it the a Barbados of, of, uh, of, of the Dublin coastline? Yeah. Barbados of the north side. Yeah. But Maybe. even Hop House 13 itself, the way we looked at it, it's a lager, but has hints of an ale, and it's not something you typically associate. And as I suppose they broke the mould a bit. So we said, let's follow their lead. Do you know what? We were talking about the uh, people moving away from fine dining and tasting menus and going towards comfort food, but you're mm. bringing it right back here with an educated, delicate pairing, mm. worthy of any sommelier. Hey, we try. Do you think you could be the world's first Michelin-starred food truck? Or not even... <laughs> there, well, there is. There's, there's a couple, actually. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. Ireland's Japan, first Michelin-starred yeah. food truck? But there's definitely yeah. not a toasty one now. No, that'd be... That's, it's not on our radar at the moment. No. But, you know, never say never. It doesn't yeah, sound yeah. too yeah. far off between your pickles and your... Pickles. Your, 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 your spiced yeah. Caribbean bacon loin. Um... That sounds absolutely... Yeah, you definitely love it. I know your palate and you definitely love it. That sounds... So that launched two days ago. Yeah. And how long is that running for? That's for four weeks. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. So you can enjoy Hop House, lovely Sambos, happy days. While listening to That's Banging. While listening to That's Banging. Always drink responsibly. So lads, we've talked fine dining, we've talked toasties, we've talked food trucks, we've talked restaurants and bars and everything in between. But right now we're going to ask you a quick fire question. Uh Uh-oh. If everything was to end today, if the devil was to come down and snatch you from your seat... What would you have for the devil's dessert? I'm talking your last meal on earth. Jack. Just one course. Just one course. Has to be a Sunday roast. Has to be a Sunday roast. Yeah, with it? all the trimmings. All the Everton. trimmings. So what's, what's involved in yours? Yeah, like, okay, what chicken. Meat for what? Chicken, chicken. I'm going to go with chicken. Yeah. Chicken, ladder, load of gravy, load of roast potatoes, carrots. Maybe some Yorkshire puddings if you can get them in there. What about you, Jacob? Um, God, I don't know. There's so many different things I love. Like roast dinner is such a fantastic, uh, fantastic one. I, I can't pick. I can't pick. Ah, I'm sorry. Pick. Um, the devil's looking <laughs> you down. Ah, and this man is sitting on a fence. From yeah. his long pointy nose. You're going to be um, sitting on a pitchfork in hell if you can't pick. Right. Uh, lamb. I just love lamb. Rack of lamb. Oh. All the sides. Um, garlic potatoes. Mint sauce. Um, carrots. Spinach. Everything carrot. so. But mm. I just want... I would like to cook it myself and I'd like Jack to enjoy it with me. <laughs> so so I'd get that one last one last confidence boost at the end of him going, mm, mm, mm. Oh, that's yeah. lovely. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. Is there salt on that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you've definitely passed the devil test, guys. Well, thank thank you. you very much. <laughs> yeah, so lads, just thanks for coming as well. I'd like to say that. Uh, your story has been great. Um, one thing this has brought, this, this horrible lockdown and this whole pandemic has brought like, lots of stories like yourselves, stories like me and Marcus, and uh, bringing t- being people together. And uh, I just hope you have all the success in the future. Thank, Thank you very, very much. Um, do you want to let us know your Instagram handles just so people can find you? So it's Grilla, Grilla is spelled G-R-I-O-L-L-A. 
ADH. Um, yeah, simple yeah. enough to find. Same on Facebook, same on Twitter. Um, We're not yeah. on TikTok yet. Yet. Yeah. That sounds yet. That's just yeah. because Jack had to cancel his uh, dance choreography lessons due to lockdown, but he'll be retaking them back up soon. So Something we'll, I will pay to see. Yes. <laughs> Guys, maybe we can uh, revisit this in season two when we have <laughs> yeah. the video podcast. I can't wait, personally. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be brilliant. We can maybe do some TikTok dances together. Yeah. And on that note, yes. yeah. <laughs> thank you very much for taking the time to listen to us today, folks. And thank you for... The, uh, thank you to the Gorilla guys for coming in and telling us all about their story. It's a really incredible thing to see. Um, their story has definitely brightened up our day, and we hope that this podcast has brightened up your day a little bit. Thanks to uh, to our producers at the, the Heads of Podcast Network, and also to our wonderful sponsors, Hophouse 13. They're what's hopping. And we're That's, that's banging. banging. And remember, always enjoy Hophouse 13 responsibly. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.